0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Hope you all had a nice holiday weekend. I'm Howard Bender. With me, of course, Adam Ronis. We're here from Fantasy Alarm courtesy of the SOCs podcast network. What is up, Adam Ronas? How are you, dude? I'm um, well, man. No complaints here. Really? None? None whatsoever? Dude, did it did it rain? For you over the weekend did you get to play softball yesterday i know that's important to you
1: well we don't have softball games on holiday weekends so i wasn't playing anyway but yeah we had a, it rained basically all weekend it rained friday saturday there was a brief period a couple hours where it wasn't raining uh and then sunday was raining all day and monday was finally a decent day it took until like 3 p.m for the sun to come out but yeah it was a rain-filled weekend here on the east coast It was beautiful here all weekend long.
0: Absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it was a little a little too warm for me. You know, when you get to be uh, my size, uh, the heat really just doesn't jibe well with you. But it was gorgeous out here, man. Gorgeous. You jealous? Should be. Wasn't. You should
1: be. We had nice weekends, the weekends before it was hot. I mean, look, you would have preferred to have a nice weather on Labor Day weekend uh, didn't happen, but it's over with now. We look ahead. We do look ahead. Although I tell you, I'm not really
0: looking ahead too much right now because I'm I'm actually going to sit and stew over a number of things that are just kind of bugging the crap out of me right now. Number one, um, this whole, I can't deal with this runner on second next year innings. I mean, I don't mean to continuously harp. I don't think I've continuously harped on it. But I'm sitting there today, you know, it's the um the the Oakland Seattle game, and Oakland tied it up late in like the eighth inning, and then they ended up taking a a lead uh in the tenth. And of course, you know, you start off with the runner on second, and it just to me, I get it. These games, you know, I was I was bitching about this on uh, on the Fantasy Alarm show with Jim Bowden, and he's like, Oh well, you know the it's it's working. We're not seeing any of these 15-16 inning games, but for the same token, I don't really I don't know. I don't feel like I don't I don't necessarily know if I feel like it's it's working. Not to mention the fact that you start the, this runner on second base Adam when you're doing like over under betting oh, on yeah. on games, like you you I mean, yes in normal years, yes, you're 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 kind of flirting with uh, with disaster when it does go into extra innings. But when it get, goes into extra innings, you're worried about like one run. Now it's like it goes into extra innings, and and teams are putting like seven, eight runs up on the board um, because of the way things are starting out here. And I mean, like teams are combining for like seven, eight runs uh, during this, and it just it, it just craps
1: all over the over under. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, it's terrible for the under because you feel you got it right through nine innings and then it goes the extra innings. And now all it takes is a ground ball a move the run of the third sack fly. All right, a run and the same thing could happen or a big hit. And then, you know, if you get into the 11th inning, now you're into the back end of the bullpen, depending on how far the starter went. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely rough for that. Look, I don't like it. I mean, they I don't like the seven inning games, the seven inning doubleheaders. I just don't – I'm all for change, but I just think it's drastic. And that's not baseball. I mean, really, putting a runner on second base, that's not baseball. So, you know, I've seen that done in, like, high school softball. I think they do it beginning in the ninth or tenth inning. But, like, this is Major League Baseball, and I understand they're trying to speed up the game, but I, I don't like it either.
0: I can't stand it. I really can't stand it. It's bugging the crap out of me. And again, I, I don't know, maybe it's because you know I'm on wager alarm and I'm you know writing up the best bets and all the other stuff uh you know, and the prop bets you know five days a week, but I mean, it really it does it like it keeps me it keeps me shying away from a lot of over unders nowadays, like I mean, there's somewhere just you know it's just super obvious and you can take the over, but like anytime there's an under there, it really freaks me out like I'm like I, I don't necessarily know if I wanna. You know, if I if I want to do it, I took uh, you know instead I took three money lines today as my uh, as my best bets. Went two and one. One did not hit. That being um, this Oakland Seattle game for me. So had the Rays over the Yankees. Had the uh, the Reds over uh, who did they? Oh, the Phillies. Yeah, they beat the snot out of them. And I'm sweating one prop, Adam, uh, for tonight's action here. Mike Minor, five and a half strikeouts. I took the over the rest of my props today, dude, I'm not going to lie. Shit the bed. And I, you know, and I, and I kind of knew that it was going to happen because I kind of, I took risky guys, you know, like if you're prop betting for total bases, Nelson Cruz, Miguel Sano, it's not really the direction you want to go. It doesn't, you know, there's not a lot of security in that.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the matchup. I mean, Yeah, we always look at it in hindsight and go, oh, that was stupid. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not, you know. I took a prop with Anthony Davis. He got hurt. I mean, yeah, Anthony Davis gets hurt kind of often, but he was healthy going into the game. So, I mean, I had a bad beat the other night. I took the under on Denver-Portland under 227. It was definitely headed under. There was like 21 points in the last 43 seconds to push it over. Like, it's just like, really? You know how sometimes late in the NBA, like quick three, foul a guy, another quick shot as the team that's trailing is trying to come back. It was one of those. I was like, he got to be kidding me. So, but then there's other times where you look at it and you go, oh man, why did I, why did I put a prop on that player? He's just not that good. Why did I fall because he hadn't done it like three of the last four, whatever. So, and then sometimes it's just a good call and it doesn't work out. So you know, like after you write it up. Uh, sometimes, you know, "Uh, it's kind of iffy. Why did I do that? Um, And then especially when you see the results, you question yourself, but you always have to have a high confidence level once you just publish it.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, and usually I do, you know what it was, I'll tell you what it was. And it was, uh, this kind of stems to what you and I have always said to people, if you don't like what's on the board, don't bet. Like, uh, uh, you know, if 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 you're if you're craving action so badly, then you know, I mean, well, I got an eight hundred number for you to call. But um, if you're if you're in a situation where you know you're looking at the board, and I, this happened to me on Sunday. On Sunday, I was looking at the uh, the props, and now there were there were a number of spots where there was some you know some possible we- you know weather concerns. Um, obviously, the books don't like to release the props too early until they see the lineups and they see what's going on. Uh, you know, a lot of cases, we also had some double headers. So the pitching matchups were a little screwy. And so, you know, when the books don't put that out, you know, and, and in time for us to to publish, you know, I'm, I'm looking at what's available to me. And I'm like, ah, I just don't like what I see. And I even said it in the article. I was like, listen, I... Don't like a lot of these props that are sitting out right now. There are not a lot of strikeout props for pitchers. Um, The total bases, it's a lot of suspect work here. You know, some of the props that look good. You know, you're also talking about the possibility of of rain and delays. And so I was like, you know, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, if you have to bet, well, then, you know, take a shot on something like this. And I did Aaron Judge to hit a home run. It was plus 300. I'm like, just put something small on it. If you feel that need, you know, here's here's the evidence. Here's the statistical data to back up, you know, why you would do something like this. But, you know, if if you don't like it, don't bet it. And that's just that's fact. And and again, I was sitting there this morning looking at it's Memorial Day and it's another round of day games for players and. I just really wasn't loving all the props, and then yeah, then that's what I did, and I ended up with uh, with with guys who are you know just they're too sink or swim. You know, you need to I I need to start focusing my props more on, like, you know, the the consistent guys. You know, the Jose Altuve's or you know the the even like Nick Castellanos going through you know the a big uh, upswing right there. Guys who are performing. Day in day out, and and are putting decent streaks together. It doesn't even have to be; it could be a five or six, seven game hitting streak. I don't care. Um, But you know, when you're dealing with guys like Sano and Cruz right now, who are so sink or swim, uh, you're putting yourself at a at a much greater risk. I think.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Especially a guy like Sano, because it could be over four with three strikeouts with him. So, and especially this year, where it's just more difficult for runs to come by. We're seeing offense down. So much, so that's why there's probably a little bit more profit in the strikeouts for pitchers. We're hitting it. it's just so tough because we're seeing the struggles continue here as we get into June and some of these averages are just absolutely putrid. Yeah,
0: yeah. The uh, the strikeout props though, I mean, you know, I, I sit and I look at those also, and I mean, there's you know, you've got a lot of guys who are striking out a ton of guys out there, but. And again, we're also looking at some weird, weird things happening as well. Like Baltimore, did you see Jorge Lopez's line today? Like this dude sucks, and I mean he sucks. He's a terrible pitcher. He's not good at all. I can't say enough bad things about him. Uh, and the Twins made him look like fucking Cy Young today, right? Six innings, score, six innings, one earned run, seven strikeouts. Like how bad do the Twins have to be?
1: Well, they've been pretty bad. I mean, they were fortunate they won the game in 10 innings, but they're 22 and 31 on the season, man, and they were not supposed to be this bad. So uh, what is that, like 14 in a row now the Orioles have lost? I mean, they have a huge losing streak right now. Let's see. Yeah, 14 in a row the Orioles have lost. Uh, so, yeah, they've been playing terrible. And didn't the Diamondbacks recently end a long losing streak? When Didn't they lose like 13 in a row? They
0: lost 13 in a row, and then they won yesterday. They yeah. won on Sunday. Yeah, yeah.
1: they have the worst record in the National League. So uh, hopefully the Mets can take care of business because uh, they got the Diamondbacks starting tonight.
0: Yeah, well, good luck to you there, man. I don't know, man. New York baseball at this, mo- at this moment right now, um, not high on the list at all. <laughs> How the hell the Yankees go into Detroit and get swept by the Tigers? And then I mean I knew when I was writing up the article on uh, wager alarm today, I was like I'm I'm going in on the uh, on the on the Rays money line. mean like, Yankees look absolutely atrocious. They can't hit their way out of a paper freaking bag right now. Uh, Rays are the hottest hitting teams and right now and and you know whatever. As much as I hate Rich Hill and I hate Rich Hill. I really
1: hate Rich. Oh, Curry. I like him. I picked him up in several leagues a few weeks ago. Man, he's been uh, phenomenal, man. God, I hate him so much. I, I picked him up in Towers, my home league, and one other league. Oh, I think the NFBC Online Championship. Yeah, he's been phenomenal, man. I hate him. I know he's Why? been phenomenal. He's been yeah. Why? He's burned you so many times in the past. Yeah, you know what it is when he's when
0: he's pitching and he's on, he's fantastic. But then he gets hurt and then he misses a couple of months and then you have to worry about, you know, you got to wait until he comes back. And I mean, that's it's just it's a it's a never ending cycle. So, you know, when and there are always there's always in every league there's a there's a a,
1: a Rich Hill truther who always takes him too early. Well, that's why you don't draft him. Wait for him to get cut, pick him up like I did. Enjoy this ride and then just, uh, you know, move on. Yeah. I should good. be trading him. I've gotten a couple of trade offers for so him. I gotta try and move him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would definitely move him. Definitely. No doubt about it. Oh my god. Yeah, that's like the ultimate sell high candidate for me. The ultimate sell high candidate. Ooh, you know what? That's good, good topic right there. You know, they say that, you know, the 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 Memorial Day weekend is supposed to be your time for your first checkpoint on evaluating your team. Let's talk a couple of sell high guys here. I'm going to go, I'm going to see who's, uh, who's, who's excelling the most right now. Hmm. Dun, 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 dun. And I mean like guys who you're actually going to want to sell on, not, not that you're going to want to keep like Jesse Winker, right? 13 home runs right now, hitting three forty eight. I don't know. Is he a sell high guy for you or is Winker a guy you think is uh is is worthwhile
1: i think he's a good hitter and health and opportunity has always been what's held him back uh his obvious his average is obviously going to go down he's got a 383 batting average of balls in play um but i think he's legit so but it, like any if you can cash in on anyone and someone's going to overpay and you might be able to because Offense is so down and there could be a team that, trust me, I have several teams that are just miserable at offense and it's carried by the pitching. So you might be able to get someone to say, yeah, you know what? Winker's in a good ballpark. It's heating up. Yeah. I'll pay for him. So if you can get someone to overpay for him, sure. But I do think he's a really good hitter.
0: What about, um, uh, you know, what? I mean, let's kind of go through it here because, you know, one of the toughest things for, for like you and me and and what we're, You know, what we're looking to do when we sit there and we talk about, like, you know, in in leagues that we do, like the whole sell high candidate, um, you know, everybody in the industry is like saying the exact same thing or the majority of the industry is saying the exact same thing. So it's very difficult for us to sell high on some of these guys. But let me ask you this one here. Um, Adolis Garcia, 16 home runs, batting 286. Dude swiped six bags also. This is kind of coming from out from nowhere, but he hasn't slowed down.
1: Uh, I know this might be surprising. I wouldn't. I think everything we've seen so far has been legit, and it just sucks that I don't have him anywhere. Sometimes you see these players that just break out at a late age. He always showed the power and the speed in the minor leagues. It was just we didn't see the plate discipline, and he's still striking out a lot. But you know what? Everyone does today. He's 95th percentile on average exit velocity uh 87th percentile of matt says it velocity hard hit percentage 94th percentile so there's actually a lot of good things here man um and he, he's barreling up the ball his expected batting average is 273 um i know we look at the plate discipline and strikeout to walk ratio doesn't look good but he's running too like yeah he'll probably slow down at a certain point but if someone's not gonna I don't know if you can, because people are not going to be like, well, I'm not going to pay a lot for him. He's unproven, you know? So like, what are you going to get for him? That's fair. I don't know if you can I don't have him anywhere, but uh, I wouldn't just give him away and be like, Oh, well, this is just a hot streak. It's it's going to slow down. He's never done this before. Uh, He's looked good, man. And uh, he's running too. Even if he doesn't run as much, I mean, he can give you another six, seven steals the rest of the year. So I don't. I don't know. He's necessarily a so sell high. He's looked really good in a, in a environment where we're seeing so many really talented players struggle to hit. All right, let's
0: keep rolling through. So so far, you are you're in on uh, you're in on Jesse Winker. You're in on Adolis Garcia, uh, Joey Wendell, six home runs, three stolen bases. Uh, dude's hitting three hundred with a three sixty OBP right now. Um, probably one of the most consistent hitters on that raised team, which is white hot.
1: Oh, I'd sell. I don't know what you can get from. him. He's not a big name, but I would definitely sell. You have to worry about platoons. His metrics don't look good at all. Not hitting the ball hard. So yeah, I'd sell if someone's willing to pay for him, I'd sell.
0: Okay. All right. How about Cedric Mullins? Six home runs, eight stolen bases, 296 average, 363 OBP. Uh, leadoff man for the Orioles.
1: Yeah, I have him in two leagues. One, I picked him off waivers early in the year. The other one, I drafted him when I saw that he was going to get the playing time. Uh, I, he's obviously slowed down since the great start, but he's playing every day. It's a good ballpark. So I, I, I'd hold him unless someone's going to overpay because you're looking at a guy that might be, what, 15-15 with a decent average. So I'd hold.
0: Okay. All right. Um, Isaiah Kiner Falefa. Five home runs, ten steals, two eighty-one average, three twenty on base percentage, starting shortstop for the Texas Rangers.
1: Yeah, the speed is surprising here. I think that's kind of what's boosting his value. But yeah, I would sell if someone's gonna buy. Uh the speed is definitely surprising. Uh And that's really what's boosting up his value. I mean, he does play every day, so that helps. I don't think he has catcher eligibility anymore. Unless you play on Yahoo, he probably does. Uh, But I I don't play on Yahoo, so I don't know. Uh, But, yeah, the speed has definitely been the surprising factor. And last year, he stole eight bases, got caught five times. And this time, he's 10 of 11. He's only gotten caught once. But everything else, he hits a ton of ground balls. I don't see much power here. And... You know, his OBP is 320, not great. So, yeah, I, if someone's going to buy, think at oh, all, I'm going to get a 30 steel guy, I'd sell him. All
0: right, let's let's uh, let's flip it over to some of the pitchers here. Um, we'll start off in Miami, Trevor Rogers. You've got him, I've got him, you love him, I love him. Six wins on the season right now at 10.91K per nine. Uh, A sub-2 ERA, a 1.87 to be exact. Always, you know, concerns about shutdowns and innings caps or anything like that. Trevor Rogers, you selling or no?
1: I think this is one where you can't just give a definitive answer because I don't want to sell, but you have to be realistic about it. And I think we've talked about with some of these pitchers and innings caps, I'm kind of just going to enjoy it. For as long as possible and then figure it out if someone's going to overpay for him and you can get a good haul, yeah do it i think he's legit the concern is they have not pushed him i don't think he's reached 100 pitches yet uh they're not going to extend him at all he does have the six wins he's fortunate because look at some of the other uh pitchers on the marlins they can't win games this is a bad offense they have more injuries so that's what you have to worry about is he going to be able to win more games and the innings thing is is for real I mean the Marlins are in contention right now because that division is so close but this is not a year with the extra playoff spot and you have the Padres and the Dodgers and even the Giants for now out west so he could be a candidate to be limited or shut down early but he's just been so good that I don't want to look ahead and be like, all right, now's the time to get out. Because you know why? We can do this with every pitcher. You're going to say sell every pitcher. Carlos Rodon, right? We're going to go through that with him. Well, he hasn't pitched that many years. And how many innings is he going to throw? So you're going to do this with like every pitcher that's off to a good start. And I just no, don't think no, you can sell No, yeah, you can. I'm saying most people, that's going to be the argument with all these pitchers who are pitching well, they have yeah. not pitched a lot of innings. That It's the same thing. Rogers, Rodon. The list goes on and on. All these even. I mean, even Gossman to a certain extent, right? Uh, I know he had the hip ailment, had an MRI. It came back clean. Probably going to make his next next start, but you never know. But you're just going to deal with that with a lot of young pitchers. And I'm just going to roll with them. Uh, Maybe one of them I'll trade if I can get something really good. But these guys continue to pitch well. I know Rodon didn't have a good start today. I think he allowed three home runs. The guy's been phenomenal. I, I have him. I can't be upset about the performance today. He's thrown a no-hitter. He's been dominant. I mean, he's been filthy, and he's going to have a bad start. Rogers is going to have a bad start soon, too. They can't continue to have the ERA below, two. Maybe they can't because they're all cheating and everything, but that's a different story. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I think I think the Rodon, the Trevor Rodgers, it's not black or white. It's, hey, if someone's going to knock you over with a package that you like, take it. But I'm not going to just like immediately start sending out offers for uh, sending. I, again, in my home league, I have Trevor Roger. I'm not just going to be like, all right, yeah, it's time to move him. Let me see what I can get because I think he's legit. Right.
0: Um, all right. Well, let's talk about a guy who I don't think we're really worried about uh, innings, caps, or anything like that. Uh, Chris Bassett of the A's five five wins, uh, a nine point five one K per nine, three two one ERA uh his underlying metrics the xera the, the fip the, you know they just they're looking strong for him is bassett a guy that you're saying you know what man with the way he's rolling i want to hold on to him or can i get some value here and and boost myself otherwise i'm not worried about him being capped on his innings is he going to be worthwhile enough
1: yeah, man, I think he is worth keeping for sure. Um, you know, he was good last year. He's actually been good for like the four straight years. He already has been under four. Now, the standard for ERA is different this year. If you have like a four ERA, that's not good enough this year, man. It's just not. There's right. so many pitchers that are pitching. Well, four ERA is just not good enough. But he's at three, two, one. expected ERA 2.91. The strikeouts are up. That's the biggest thing. And his strikeout percentage is up 5% from last year. So that's what stands out. He's never been more than uh, 23%. Uh, That was back in 19. So that's up. Uh, He pitches in that good ballpark. A lot of foul ground. A's are always a competitive team. uh, No matter what. His whip is one. So, yeah, I mean, he's legit. He was someone that I was looking at. I didn't get him anywhere. I guess it was just – I can't remember what his ADP was, but I was probably looking at the Freddie Peralta's, Trevor Rogers, like those tier pitchers in that range, which is probably why I didn't get him. But, yeah, no, he's legit.
0: All right. Beautiful. Let's see. Who else out there? Who else out there? Who's who's somebody ugly? Oh, you know, do you get any uglier than Kyle Gibson? I mean it's only three wins on the season. Not a great strikeout rate, but a two-two-four ERA. Guy seems to be eating some innings here, Adam. Uh save or hold. Or uh, save or drop.
1: Or I retreat. Do don't know if he's a guy that can bring you anything significant back, but um, he's definitely made some positive changes here because he's a guy that I've rostered over the years. I don't have him anywhere this year, uh, but there's there's nothing significant. Change. I mean, his walks are down a little bit, and I guess he's not allowing so many barrels anymore, um, but I mean, he's okay. I if someone's going to offer me something good I'd take it
0: okay all right um yeah I'd love to play this game with closers but they all suck
1: oh my goodness man <laughs> yeah it's just
0: dude I just picked up the uh the kid from Tampa Bay the kid from Tampa Bay was it I don't even know
1: how do you say his name do you even know I
0: don't know
1: I don't know. I have no idea. That's why I'm. It's a man. They trade for this guy and, like, yeah, well, it's Tampa. You know, they're going to mix it up and they keep going to him. I know Castillo pitched on Sunday, but they went to him on Monday. He's, the, he's got the job done. I think that's what three saves now he's had since he came to Tampa. So, yeah, he, he's got to be rostered, obviously. I still think Castillo gets most of the saves, but Tampa's willing to mix and match, man. And, uh, they're, they're going to win games. They're 15 above 500. They do this every single year. So, yeah, I mean, there were some saves guys picked up over the weekend. I think Greg Holland was added with Stallman on the injured list. And a lot of people thought it would be Zimmer. Zimmer pitched the sixth on Sunday. Holland got the save, So you might get a couple out of him. Middleton for Seattle. It'll probably be him and Montero while Kendall Graveman is in quarantine. I Maybe he's back at the end of the week. Who knows? So those are kind of short-term guys. But yeah, it's it's tough, man, with saves. Today, we saw Robles of the Minnesota get a twin a save, but Rodgers yeah. pitched the ninth in a tie game. Rodgers, six pitches, four strikes, easy inning, and then Robles gave up a couple of runs in the ninth. Obviously, uh, no, I gave up one run, right? Yeah, oh, one run. Robles? Yeah, was it one or two? No, I gave up one. One. One, but it was not earned because it was, you know, the runner on second that scored, but he... He wasn't sharp though. I watched. He had a, a, a. He was out of the strike zone a little bit. Um, but I think both those guys are going to get saves at this point. Uh, so yeah, there's just so many situations mm-hmm. where it's tough right now. Where, where yeah. you will you will have. T- I mean, even Cleveland, there it looks like they're going to use Korincheck and Klasse. I mean, today Korincheck wasn't good um, and, and lost the game. So maybe Klasse gets the next opportunity. But yeah, there's several teams. I mean, Orioles, Who we don't even know. I mean, Valdez hasn't been good. It looks like it could be Fry. I saw people picking him Fry. But again, Orioles have lost 14 in a row. So they haven't been any save opportunities. Obviously, that'll change. Cincinnati's a mess. I really wanted Lucas Sims in tout. He was available, and I lost him. And the only reason why I really wanted him is, again, that's my biggest weakness. My tout team is very good. It's in first, but saves are my problem. I'm... Uh, me and two other teams have seven saves and we're at the bottom. I only have Trevino. I've held on to Crichton, but the guy doesn't get any save opportunities. I'm just, I'm gonna cut him any day now. Uh, but there, I was like, oh, I'll pick up Sims, even though again, Sims is not the guy. It, they gave Amir Garrett an opportunity and he blew it. Sims came in, got the save, picked up another save, but then they went to Anton the other day. But Sims has pitched really well lately, and his underlying metrics are phenomenal. So if Lucas yeah. Sims is out there, and you're desperate for saves, I would add him. Again, it's all about, does the manager give you the job? There's a chance he gets it back. Um, but I think it's between him and TJ Antone right now. But I think Sims has really turned it around after that bad start. And we saw Amir Garrett pitch the sixth inning on Sunday. So he kind of worked his way back. He had like six or seven straight appearances without giving up a run. And then he gets the same opportunity and gives up a home run at Josh Bell.
0: Yeah, he's killing me. He's absolutely killing me. And um, so in the league that I picked up for
1: done. I'm surprised you held him. I would have cut him weeks ago. He's sitting on my bench. Okay. I think He's
0: sitting on my bench. I think he's a
1: cut. How deep is this league?
0: It's not that deep. It's not that deep. But – you know, and it's a saves and holds league also. Oh, okay. Um, but I guess guys, are because up, it's you don't daily, to trust because it's daily roster moves, mm-hmm. everybody's like, everybody's glomming up all the relievers. And it's, you know, like that's where, like all of a sudden, I turned around and I looked and I was like, holy shit, everybody's bench right now, or at least, you know, there are like four teams um, and their bench is all, uh, it's only a five-person bench, but it's all, um Relievers, you know, it's all pitching uh, because they're just they're they're leaving you know eight or nine you know (laughs) eight or nine middle relievers and relievers in there, and then they're just rotating in their starters like when it's appropriate. And so you know, like if I drop Amir Garrett, and all of a sudden he like goes on one of those you know seven straight appearances without you know giving up a run, and all of a sudden he you know he's got that value. I let him go. And I just I know that that's going to happen there. So but he's sitting on my bench and I'm like afraid. I'm afraid to put him in like that's that's should be my my sure my sure sign of like cut this motherfucker right now because I'm afraid to put him in.
1: Yeah, I think I would cut him again. I would have done it weeks ago and I saw people did it. And I know it's tough because people invested a decent pick in him. But I think that's one of the things that you have to learn is sometimes you just have to cut your losses. and. I just don't see him. I think he was headed there. Again, I told you, picked him up in the main event two weeks ago. Um, Put him in last week. Cut him this weekend, bro. Like, he had that chance. He needed to get through that inning clean. And the fact that they took him out. He still had a one-run lead. He needed to retire one more batter to get the save. I think it was Starling Castro. And they said, nope. And Starling Castro's got no power. And they said, nope. Took him out, put in Sims. And then Garrett was back to the sixth inning again. So, I think he had his chance and he blew it. Now, could he get back there late in the year? Yeah, but I don't see it happening in the next month. I think it's Sims and Anton. And if you look at the underlying metrics for uh, Amir Garrett, they are fucking atrocious, bro. You talk about seeing all blue and at the bottom, my goodness, bro. His expected Woba, fourth percentile. Expected slugging, sixth percentile. Walk percentage, third percentile. Barrel percentage, third percentile. Expected ERA, fourth percentile. It's disgusting, bro. I don't know what the fuck happened to this guy. The only red you see on his stat cast pace is whiff, <laughs> is whiff percentage. Everything else is fucking blue. I, his walk percentage is 17.9%. Dude, it is bad. I don't know what happened to this guy. I mean, he always had high walk percentages, but his right. strikeout rate is way down too. I don't know. Um, I would have to, You would have to dig deeper, maybe a release point thing. I don't know what, but it is fucking bad for Amir Garrett. <laughs> it's horrible.
0: It really is horrible. And yeah, I mean, I just, I can't trust him. I'm going to have to let him go. I've got TJ Antone in a couple of spots, um, which I'm happy about. I think I have Lucas Sims and TGFBI actually. I got him and Antone in there.
1: So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of tough because you don't know, I guess Antone's the better start because he can give you multiple innings with four strikeouts and a save. So like, even if he doesn't get a save, and Anton Stackcast page is is a lot of red man. Like the the guy is legit. It's just for fan, even though his ERA is his ERA is five six eight. How is that possible? I can I haven't followed him closely, but he's got an expected ERA of two eight three. Um, so he's got a lot in the strikeout percentage there. I guess the walk percentage is a little bit high, but he does not allow hard contact. Doesn't allow guys to barrel up the ball. I guess it's just a role for him that's been tough for fantasy. It's like. <laughs> You know, he's not really the closer, but he gets some. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong guy. I'm looking at Lucas Sims. He's got the ERA of 568. But like I said, expected ERA of 283. Um, his underlying numbers are really good, man. That's why I wanted him. He was available, and I, I should have been more. I had money. Um, and I also got more money back because I got the in Towers, you get the fab rebates, and I got yep. for Aaron Hicks and Rosenthal. Oh. oh, Here's an interesting scenario, bro. Okay, so more—I have Marcelo Zuna. I was thinking—I was thinking of throwing the fab rebate on him now, before anything happens. And technically, I should get it. He's not suspended right now. He's hurt. He's on the injured list. I should get a full fab rebate, right? Um, did they put him on the sixty-day DL? No, he's. Does he have to be on the sixty-day DL? Uh, I think. I think he's got to be declared out for the season. No, that's not true. Trevor Rosenthal's not out for the year, and I got the re- fab. It doesn't have to be out for the year. <laughs> Eloy Jimenez is technically not out for the year. He got the fab.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I did get the fab for him. Yeah. yeah, maybe Yeah, maybe it works out a little differently. Yeah, because, I mean, it, with labor, I had to uh, – I was uh, arguing with Gardner about Mike Soroka.
1: Right, uh, I'm because like, I think – I'm like, just said-
0: fucking rebate me, dude. The dude's not playing anymore. His fucking manager said it. Well, an unnamed source said this and that. I was like – we're gonna trust an unnamed source over the manager, and then well, no, course, the, ma- next I don't night, know. the manager's the man- like re- recanted.
1: Yeah, he did. Right? That's what I was just gonna say. Didn't he say I misspoke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Oh, so in labor, him. so in labor, he has to be declared out for the year.
0: I think he has to be. He has to be declared out for the year and put onto the sixty-day DL. Ah,
1: Wait yeah. a second, dude. Is that a, you? Can get fabric re- rebates in the mixed auction too uh, for uh, labor. I think so. I don't know. Maybe I, gotta, I didn't know that. I Why don't. Ask- you
0: read the fucking rules.
1: Well, because it's I don't. The rules are not similar for the twelve team mix. It's twelve team, and they just started it last year. There's no constitution for the the for labor mix twelve team. There is, but it's it kind of shows the the mono league. So, and I haven't seen anyone get a rebate in that league. So I'll ask them. Cause I haven't seen anyone like in tout, you put it on the message board and you claim it, but I haven't seen anyone do that for labor and I haven't seen any the money. So I don't know if, the, if that applies for the 12 team mix.
0: Well, I, I don't know. I, 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 honestly, I have no idea because, um, I realized, you know, uh, when, when dealing with rebates, cause I think it was like, So my first year, my second year in labor that I wasn't paying attention to the fact that you could get a rebate and because you don't broadcast it, you just do it. And then Steve posts something on the message board. And I mean, I rarely read the message board, um, you know, because everybody I know just fucking emails back and forth with each other. So, um, yeah, I was like, I was like, really, I can get rebates on the uh, on these guys. And I, I didn't for the first two years.
1: Yeah, crazy shit, man. So you know. Read
0: the read the rules. We say it every goddamn year. It's it's unbelievable. And I mean, listen, it's <laughs> it's like clockwork, man. There's always somebody who's not
1: gonna. But if you were me, would you ask for a Fab rebate on Ozuna right now?
0: Um, I mean, you can ask. I I don't think it would be declared though. I, I why?
1: Think Wait, tell me. Oh, why? Because it's too up in the air right now. We don't know what the situation but is I, with okay, him. okay, okay, but Howard. This is based on right now, today. If I ask for a fab rebate, why would I Why would I say no? We don't, you can say, oh, well, he might be, sus-. we don't know. I'm asking for today at this moment. You have to decide on the moment. He has not been suspended. What we know is he's hurt. He's on the injury list. He's out six weeks. So why won't I get my fab rebate now? That's why I'm saying I shouldn't wait. Because if I wait and then he's suspended for the year, they can b- bring up the cloudiness. But if I declare right now, I want my fab rebate, how, what's the argument against me? He's not suspended. He's hurt. I don't want him. He's hurt. That's why I'm getting rid of him. You can interpret it like, well, this and that. We know what you're doing. doesn't matter what you know what you're doing. You got to go officially. He's officially on the injury list. And I want to get rid of him because I want the money because he was a third round pick. How do you deny that?
0: Um, Again, listen, I, I was under the impression when I was looking at the rules that the guy was supposedly out for the year. But I mean, listen, if you. If, if you're going to just let him go and, you know, let, let somebody else try and pick him up and stash him if they want to. Although I think that's against the rules. And yeah, that's against the rules in tout. Like he, he can't he, he can't he can't pick him up when he's on the uh, when he's on the I.L. Then do it. What'd you pay for Ozuna? Third round pick, bro. <laughs> that's why I'll get a ton of money back. Oh, well, I, well, what's the, you know, I mean, what's the money situation there? Like, I mean, how do they, I don't know how they end up doing that. I don't know how they determine how much of a rebate you get if it's a third round pick as opposed to an auction.
1: Yeah. Well, they kind of calculate it into an auction price. So they would just, but the higher the round is, the more money you get. So, I mean, I would get. Let me see. What did Eloy? Eloy Jimenez was probably a high pick. Eloy went for 250, bro. 250. He got back for Eloy. And I'm pretty sure it was probably. So I somewhere in that range, I would get back. Okay. I think, it, dude, I'm in first place. Then it's worthwhile. I'm in first place. It would give me the most fab. Why would I hold on to him? What's the point? You, you know he's not playing this year. I don't know. No. I'm, sure, I'm sure you spoke about it with Jim Bowden today, right? Yeah, I mean, no, I can't me- listen because my fucking exp- uh, uh, serious expired. And, you know, Matt's going to take seven fucking weeks to get it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I already emailed him, so I can't listen now. <laughs> I went through this last year. It took like two months to get it back. <laughs> you know, I'm right. I know you're right. <laughs> 100% right. So what There's did no he doubt say about it? Uh, you guys, I'm sure you addressed it, right? Did it come up?
0: Um, we did. We we talked about it. I mean, listen. There's the bottom line is is that you know there's also um, you know there's a there's a mandatory jail sentence in Georgia for domestic violence. And the cops were
1: the witness. They saw him, right? They saw it happen. Yeah. Oh man. So he's done. Yeah. There's no way he plays this year, right?
0: Um. Th- there's there's no way I think he plays another another inning. This year, but
1: I mean, I guess it could be forever too. I mean, you don't know. Um, no,
0: I have no idea. I have no idea, but I mean, listen, if I were in your shoes, I would totally do that. If you used you, what would you take him in the third round? Yeah, so if you took him in the third round, you're gonna get a healthy rebate on him. I doubt he plays the rest of the way, he's you know. Uh, is is he going to be is is that somebody who's going to be a difference maker? That the person right behind you is going to pick him up? Well, no, you can't pick him up until everybody else gets that opportunity. You can't be on the IL. So, I mean, uh, to to me, it's a it's a it's a low risk move for you. Okay,
1: so Eloy went in the third round after Ozuna. He went three, four, five, six, uh, eight picks after Ozuna, and Eloy was two fifty. So I'm getting at least two fifty back, which would put me. Almost back to a thousand dollars, and in first place because I just got rebates on Rosenthal and Hicks. So two fifty would put me at oh my, um, would put me over a thousand dollars, bro. So I basically have the pick of who I want. It's a to me, it's a no brainer. I'm gonna put it on the board now. So before
0: why are you asking me? Well, the- I just to
1: talk it out, bro. I <laughs> thought about it today. I'm running it <laughs> by you to get your opinion. That's you all. you weren't
0: even looking for my opinion. Yes, I like I was. started I to say you. what. I started I to say one thing you and you do. started screaming at me.
1: Well, because because if 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 Zola, <laughs> whoever said that to me, I'd be I'd be pretty upset. I'd say it. Like, <laughs> right? Like, look, I don't want to, I don't want to be looked at like, oh, you're skirting the rules. Cause I'm not. But at the same time, what am I doing that's wrong? I, I'm nothing. Even Aaron Hicks, who I got the rebate on, is not officially out for the year. They said he's likely out. Trevor Rosenthal could be back this year. Um, so I don't think I'm doing anything wrong.
0: I don't think you're doing anything wrong either. And and the fact of the matter is, is that if he does come back, you know, I mean, first of all, you, 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 you put it up there and they rebate you and it's, so it's the following week. You're not even going to be able to use it like this week. So it'd have to be the week after at the earliest that you could use it, um, if Ozuna never comes back, well, then there you go. And it was the right move and, you know, whatever. But if he does come back, you have to, I think you have to, you have to pay at least what you got rebated
1: for to him. get him back? Yeah. Well, you, you know what? You can't I'll, go under. I'll have the money, most <laughs> likely, unless I, you know, another Unless a Manoa comes out, but Manoa wasn't even available this week. He was picked up weeks ago by someone because, you know, you can stash and tout. So um, I just think it makes sense because the likelihood we're playing the percentages here, which is what we do when we make decisions. He's probably not playing again this year. And if I wait and then he does get suspended or something, then they could say, well, then they could say, well, he's not really injured for the year. It's a suspension. So we can't do it. If I do it now though, they can't say anything. I'm like, he's hurt. I don't want him. He's not suspended. He's only on the injury list. He's out six weeks. So like, how can you deny it? If I wait, then they could. I, I I don't know if there's like, a, I didn't read the whole rule. If there's anything about suspensions in there, but I'm sure you can't get your money back for a suspension, though. I would. I would think no PDs or something. Not. Nah. So that's why I feel like I have to do it now.
0: I hear you. I hear you. I it's it's the right move. I can't wait to, you know, I mean, put that out there. Who's your uh, who's the who's the SWAT? Zola. Zola's your SWAT. I, yeah, I mean, he'll he'll Bring it in right
1: now. Yeah. Uh, no, send, well, it, the, send it
0: Send it. right now. You might get a response like. Before
1: well, no, we even
0: stop record.
1: Well, no, you have. I don't know if the same for you. You have to put it on the message board. That's the rule. So you have to put at SWAT fab rebate for Marcelo Zuna. And he does it. He'll do it Sunday night. Cause I got my rebate for,
0: Hicks yeah. But he'll and- tell you immediately if you can or can't do it. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. You send him a, you send him a little email there and just be like, hey Z, I'm I, I posted this on the message board, but I'm not exactly sure
1: of. Nah, I'm not even gonna say that. I'm just I just hit submit right now. Fab rebate for Marcelo Zuna. Thanks. <laughs> Again, I don't see how it gets denied. He's hurt. I I, I'll have. And if he says, well, this is a different situation, I'll have to go back to the rules and dig and be like, where doesn't say anything about that. Give me my money now. (laughs) (laughs) Since I'm probably going to lose money tonight, since Joel Embiid got hurt, I had Philly. The dude got hurt. He's played 11 minutes. (laughs) Dude, it's like two nights in a row. I had Anthony Davis's prop points. He gets hurt. I had Philly tonight figured they're going to close it out. Washington hasn't been competitive outside of game one. And even when they lost in game, One, they lost by seven, they played a, like the perfect game. Philly played like garbage and they still couldn't win. Now Embiid's out. So Washington is up by three. And they had no answer for Embiid. I mean, Embiid was putting up. I think the other night he had 36 points in 28 minutes. Like they had no answer. And now this guy's hurt. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> Washington's up five with five left in the third quarter. Oh well, on to the next game. Well, I mean on they can still cover to the next one. They can still cover, but I mean, you know, Washington's got some life here with no Embiid, you know? <laughs> they don't have any
0: life without without M B. That's you know, I mean, listen, that's like the, the Lakers. I mean, if if A D is out with oh, the main issue,
1: they're in trouble. Big yeah. trouble, there Big, big trouble. They're they probably I think they probably lose this series. They're on the dogs by five and a half on Tuesday already. And the report is Davis is unlikely to play. And Chris Paul looked good in game four. He looked healthy. So, yeah, Lakers in big trouble, man. Big, big trouble.
0: Big, big trouble. That's, uh. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, listen. I, uh, I, you know, I I like doing this uh, buy low, sell high kind of thing. I love this. uh, I love this fab move that you're making here. And yeah, listen. I think that's good for people. I I don't know if any other leagues do like fab rebates or anything like that, but you know, shit. I think the the lesson learned there is uh, say goodbye to Marcelo Zuna.
1: Yeah. Look. If he says no, I'll just kind of be like, well, what's the problem? Or look at the rule and. He says, oh, that's it. I'm like, OK, fine. Disagree with it. But maybe I don't know if there's something in there, but I'll definitely go back to the rule. But I think that's why I have to do it now, because if he does get suspended, they can say, well, he's hurt. Yeah, but it's really suspension and we can't do that. But he's not suspended yet. And I don't think it'll happen in the next few days.
0: Should be interesting. Should be Interesting. Uh, We'll let you guys know how that turns out. In the meantime, Adam, I got to go let the dogs out. That's right. It's puppy life here for me. And, uh, you know, listen, you got a show to get ready for with uh, with Lisa Ann and I got a show to get ready for. I'm on alarm after hours late night tonight.
1: So what happened? Fenced the mud butt? <laughs> Fensy is mud
0: butt. <laughs> no, I, I want to do a Memorial Day barbecue and I want to make my buffalo chicken dip. Is that why?
1: Uh, probably. Well, at midnight? No, I guess he, what is he getting hammered today? He's probably getting hammered all day. Okay.
0: And good for him. And good for you, Fencey. Get hammered, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. For Adam Rodas, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.